0: I am so happy with how this looks for the Rangers. We have a pitcher, Jack Leiter, and he is a dude. And while I do think his hitting is worse than Derek Jeter, it's not that far off. You're not mentioning 2006. You can mention the other people, not 2006.
1: Oh, just because I bought uh, the best soap doesn't mean your room's going to be clean. It just leaves it to where I don't believe that the Canadians had a shot.
0: I really don't like the Clippers just kind of sending it in when they're like, hi, this is Kelly Forbes with the Dallas Stars and listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our Thanksgiving episode. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And uh, we do have a little tradition. Last year, we talked about plates. Can't really do that again this year because it'd be basically the same plate. But I am looking forward to having a plate this time. Well, I did have a plate last time, but I'm looking forward to a plate this time again. Um, But we're going to look over the Thanksgiving games because, as Austin checked, no NHL, no NBA games, just football games. So I'll let you talk about those games, Austin.
1: Yeah, so at 1130 Central, Bills versus Lions, 330 Central. Giants-Cowboys and 720 Central Patriots-Vikings. That Patriots-Vikings game, I think, is probably going to be the most intense, considering the fact that both of those teams struggled very much offensively last week. And we're going to have to see the Vikings, can they rebound after a really uh, terrible defeat to the Cowboys? And then the Cowboys-Giants, that's a good rivalry game. I still don't know how... This is going to prove to me how real the Giants are. If the Giants beat the Cowboys, they're making the playoffs. 100%. There's no shot they miss. Even though the NFC has a lot of teams above 500 right now and a lot of teams vying for only a couple spots, if the Giants win against the Cowboys, that kind of secures them a spot. But if they lose and go to 7-4, and four, there's a lot of teams that could be making rumblings, including a team in their own division in Washington. So... What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, and then you got the Bills and Lions, which could be sort of competitive depending on which Bills show up. Um, and then the Giants and Cowboys game. Uh, Giants, if they win, it's a huge thing in the division because then the Cowboys fall to seven and four. And, and if, two. If,
1: if Washington yeah. wins, wouldn't they pass them? Or no? No, 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 no. They'd be. No, no. Are they six and five Where's, right now? Is Washington? Washington may even have a bye. No, they don't. They're 6-5. and five. They play this week. They'll be 7-5. So and 5 Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like The Cowboys are – both of these teams are on the cusp of getting passed by Washington, who is on one of the hottest stretches I've seen from a team in a very long time. They've had some very impressive wins. And this week they play a Falcons team that won last week. But if they win this week, Washington has a serious chance of making the playoffs. Well, let, let's stick to the Thanksgiving games.
0: Yeah. Uh, we will have an NFL opinions – yeah soon so you will hear those then but uh yeah um have you heard about the giants and their left guard situation no all three of their left guards are out
1: and this is something where i think zach wilson who obviously has been announced of getting benched for this week i don't like zach wilson But Daniel Jones has gotten way too much hate that he just doesn't deserve. He has one of the worst o lines in the league, and he has one actual O-lineman who's good, and that's Andrew Thomas. So to say to a guy like Daniel Jones, oh, you're bad because you were losing games earlier in your career, he's not the reason why they're bad then. And obviously they're winning games now. And even if they are a little bit of a fluke and aren't good enough to win a playoff game or even make the playoffs if they completely collapse, it's not going to be Daniel Jones' fault in my opinion because – the O-line is crumbling. He has almost no wide receivers because of injuries plus the Kenny Galladay situation. One uh, day, Robinson got hurt last week. So, I mean, there's so many guys that are just getting hurt. And Daniel Jones is a much better QB than Zach Wilson.
0: That is true. Uh, yeah, the Zach Wilson stuff is just crazy. Um, um, because I thought he was making improvement, but then he never did. But uh, sticking to the Thanksgiving games, what what is it? What is the Lions record? 4-6. Four and Four and six. Six. Okay, that seems to I would forget their record and, and then I'd see like two wins and I'm like, "What the hell? I thought they had more." But uh I think this could be a close game.
1: Yeah, I definitely could see that happening. There's a lot of issues I see with the Bills right now. Like everyone's like, "Oh my god, they dominated the Browns." They like, hey, one by eight. Like it wasn't a dominating victory and The Browns are not a team that I think is all that great. So, I mean, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but this is a must-win game for a Bills team that needs to right the ship. And if they lose this game, they're staring down the face of losing their division. Like, maybe getting last in their division.
0: Yeah, very true. And I am intrigued with that Vikings game and the Patriots game. Uh, You didn't make a great point with, like, the bad offenses last week. Um, and I just think Vikings may make a statement win after their loss, similar to what the Cowboys did to the Vikings after their loss. So yeah, I could and... see this going getting bad. Except, yeah, oh, what were you gonna say? You can go. Except prime time, Kirk Cousins.
1: This isn't really. Look, it is prime time, but. I feel like there's more intrigue for the Giants-Cowboys game because the Cowboys are always on Thanksgiving and there's okay. more Cowboys fans. It is primetime though. I'll give you that. And I don't think primetime Kirk Cousins was the reason why they lost versus the Cowboys. They're no, line no, yeah. completely I don't, collapsed.
0: Yeah, I don't blame Kirk Cousins for the Cowboys. Like, that was just bad. I'm just, s- s- different note, primetime Kirk Cousins in this game.
1: That's true, but it's also prime-time Bill Belichick defense. And the Vikings defense is getting much better, even though they obviously didn't play all that well. But no one did on the Vikings last week. They're obviously forgetting about that and have to put that behind them. I don't think that was indicative of how bad they really are. But uh, that's the game I'm definitely looking forward to the most because the Patriots win their 7-4. The Jets win this week They're 7-4. And like I said, the Bills lose this week. They're last in their division. Last. So there's a lot of things that could go wrong really fast.
0: That's very true. And um, Alan's been struggling lately um, with the injury and all the stuff with that. So uh, we have seen maybe Jared Goff make some plays. This will be his second time playing on Thanksgiving. So you're looking forward to the Vikings and Patriots game? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I am intrigued with what happens. Um, so, yeah, that, those are all games. That we talked about. Hope you enjoy watching them. And now we will go to our Thanksgiving, uh, game, and we do thankful teams—teams teams that we are thankful for, but are not our favorite teams.
1: Yeah. So this is runs. It could be uh, because of a run. It could be because of a great season. It could be because the team is very likable. They have a lot of likable players, or you just—we're glad to see them do well for the first time in a long time. There's a lot of different ways you can go with this. A lot of mine are either. Glad to see the team go that far because I like their players or they have one of my favorite players on them. There's a lot to go. We have one in each sport, and like Kevin mentioned, none of our favorite teams are listed here, so there's no bias.
0: Yes. Um, So do you want to do – we'll save NFL for last. Um, Want to do MLB?
1: Sure. So the MLB team I have, and this took zero seconds to figure this one out, it's the 2019 Washington Nationals. That was my peak hate for the Astros. Peak hate. Not only did they still have all the players I hated on them, but they just beat the Yankees again. And there was all the, oh, I don't want to take off my shirt talk. It was peak. It was peak hate. Because right now the Astros have players I like. Like, I like Jordan Alvarez. He was not a part of the team that cheated. I actually do like Jordan. So I don't actually despise them winning. But in 2019, I don't think I could have handled an Astros championship. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So for Juan Soto, Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer, everyone on this team, thank you. I'm going to tell a little bit of story, going a little bit of a rant. Well, not a rant, but just a story time. Story time real quick. We don't do any of these. Back in 2015, me, my grandfather, and my cousin went on a, a baseball trip. We just drove around kind of close. We started. Uh, In Texas, we moved around. We went out to Colorado, Kansas City, a lot of different towns. But in Colorado, we saw the Seattle Mariners play the Colorado Rockies. And we got a couple signatures. My cousin got one from Felix Hernandez back in his prime. It was amazing. But there was one guy that both of us got to sign a ticket for us, Fernando Rodney. And Fernando Rodney was on that 2019 Washington Nationals team. And he had never won. And he also was one of the first players to win every single uh, round. So he won uh, AL Wild Card, ALDS, ALCS, World Series, NL uh, NL Wild Card, uh, NLDS, NLCS, and like I said, World Series. So he's won every round. He was back on the Rays. That's how he made the World Series in the AL. Uh, winning all the rounds or played in every round and so he was one of my favorite players he was older he made a couple of appearances and now he has a ring he was like 41 42 when he won it and I was really rooting for that team had a lot of players I liked and they took out probably the most hated team I've ever had was that 2019 Astros team so it was just icing on the cake
0: yeah that is a very heartwarming story very nice little sports fact I will add a heartwarming story. Um the first, it didn't take me long with the MLB. I picked the 2021 and Atlanta Braves um just because they beat the Astros and I wasn't <laughs> like there are some like fun Astros players now like Peña, but I, I still was like nah and I did have a roommate that was a Braves fan, so it was nice seeing him win it um or and uh-huh. like see his team win. And they were just they were just a likable team with Freddie Freeman. They made some incredible lines at incredible moves at the trade deadline. And uh, so that's why I picked 2021 MLB Braves, uh, Atlanta Braves.
1: Yeah. The reason why I didn't go with Braves is because uh, that, that team, the Astros team didn't have George Springer. And also I think it's kind of the fact that like that Braves team, Braves have won championships. The Nationals have never won one. Not even the Expos who became the Nationals had won one. So First championship ever to do it against the Astros, and they won every game in Houston. What the Yankees could not do was win in Houston, and they that's exactly what they did. They won every game in Houston, and it was a special route. But let's go on to the, the NHL, and I'll let you start this time.
0: Okay, it's very recent as well. I picked the Avalanche. Um, wow. Because I like, yeah, the Kadri. I really like the story with Kadri, and just the Bennington scandal. And I loved watching it on the um, TNT. I love the pregame show with that. And I think it was just nice to see like how McKinnon has re- had really um, been interested in winning and how they just finally were able to get it. And they beat a really stacked Tampa Bay Lightning team.
1: That's true. It was at the end of their run. But my team, very similar, except they didn't win at all. The 2020-2021 Montreal Canadiens. A team that shouldn't have done it. They should not have made it as far as they did. But Carey Price, one of my favorite players. They also had Shea Weber, who was traded away the year before the Nashville Predators made the uh, made the Stanley Cup final. And so he had never been there. And now both of them are probably out for the rest of their careers almost. So it was the last two raw. And yes, they, they uh, struggled in the Stanley Cup final, but that run was absolutely magical. I can remember... Sp- I, that's the first time I've ever been so happy for a win when they beat Vegas because I really did not like Vegas. I'm also, as a Bruins fan, I don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs and them coming back from down 3-1 to beat the Maple Leafs, sweeping the Jets, and then really dismantling a Vegas team that was supposed to go all the way. It was a special run and a run that I'm very thankful for.
0: Yeah, uh, very great run. Um, so, yeah, okay, pretty recent. Yeah. Um, uh nhl teams now we go to the nba what was your nba team
1: 14 15 hawks this was a team that i think revolutionized the game revolutionized they were a team that got a one seed they were the second best team in the league total because the warriors had a better record but they won 60 games and they did not have a superstar four all-stars jeff t kyle corver al horford and paul Millsap. Kyle Korver had one of the best shooting seasons ever. On six threes per game, he shot 49.2% from three on six attempts per game. At the All-Star break, he was shooting like 52% and then had 21 points in the All-Star game. They had six players averaging 10 points or more. Damari Carroll and their entire uh, starting five were the first Starting five to win player of the month. The starting five won player of the month. Like they just were like, I don't know who the player of the month team It should be. And the Hawks went like practically undefeated in the month. And it's just like, we'll, we'll just give it to the entire starting five for an NBA team. That has never happened and probably never will. They have no stars. They had a great six man in Dennis Schroeder. They had Mike Scott averaging 7.8 still. They were a great shooting team. Second best shooting team in the league at 38%. They revolutionized the game. Yes, did they get swept in the Eastern Conference Finals to a team that was loaded? Yes. It's it's hard when you're going against LeBron. It is. I'm not going to say that they are one of the greatest teams ever or any type of that nonsense. However, Kyle Corford did only play two games in that series because Matthew Dellavedova dove into his leg And he got hurt. So, maybe with Corver they could have uh, tried to make some sort of comeback. But, look, it is what it is. I'm thankful for this team because I love teams that don't have any stars making a run. Making a great season. And while they did beat the Wizards team that I was a great fan of. One of my favorite Wizards teams of all time. Was that 14-15 Wizards team. But, Man, that Hawks team was fun to watch. It was a great team. And I truly, truly enjoyed watching
0: them play. That is a very nice choice. I am similar because I chose the 2016 Celtics. I had to Google the year because I just wanted um, the... um. I just want I just said the Isaiah Thomas Celt, Isaiah Thomas Celtics, which is the iconic year of 2016, 2017 um, which was just incredible and it just soured because they seemed to be growing and then they made the trade for Kyrie Irving um, and it was just so sad like Isaiah Thomas is still struggling and like he put so much into that Celtics team. And just looking at the team overall, you have Jalen Brown, Jay Crowder, Horford. Um, Oh, this must be – oh, they have Rozier, they have Marcus Smart, but they – this is the year before Jason Tatum. Yes. Um, but they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals to LeBron, and uh, it was just – I'm really thankful because I just remember Isaiah Thomas and how he was really short, but he's still dominating the NBA, and how – even after, he just put so much into that Celtics team, which just made me root for the Celtics.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. That was another team. I thought you were going to go, when I heard Celtics, I thought you were going 2018. The team that was just a kid, the kid run. When they went to seven against a Cavs team. But yes, I can see uh, why that team made you thankful. But we'll move on to our last team, NFL, and you get to end it off.
0: Yeah, so I chose the 2015 Broncos. It was just – I rooted hard for the Broncos when they faced the Seahawks, and I was like, what is happening when they got destroyed? <laughs> and just to see um, – oh, shoot, why am I, I – can't believe it. I'm forgetting his name. That's uh his position. No, it's – oh, John Elway. John oh. Elway putting together – changing the identity of the team from an offensive powerhouse to a defensive powerhouse. And they also had Demarcus Ware, and he finally got a ring. Um, and I, was Ooh, I can see, it,
1: I can see the connections now. I yeah, can see why Peyton
0: Manning, favorite QBs. I think he's a fantastic, one of the greatest QBs of all time. And it was just wonderful seeing them do that, and just the way they changed to a defensive team, and like you have a keep Talib, Chris Harris Jr. So I was really thankful that team, and I think it's the only team I've really rooted for in the Super Bowl, and they've actually won the past few years.
1: Mine's the exact opposite, sort of, kind of, like when I root for a team, besides it's last year, but the Rams shouldn't have even won anyway. Uh, I, that's one of my least favorite teams that
0: won a Super Bowl recently is that <laughs>
1: Rams team. I hated that Rams team. Uh,
0: Mine's the Eagles. I Yeah, I just have to.
1: Well, I think it's a little bit biased, but I, I understand. <laughs> but uh, um, mine is going to be very unpopular, extremely unpopular. And here's another little bit of a story time we're going to go into. Most people have a favorite team, but if we're talking about other teams that they may like, they love underdogs. People love underdogs. Almost everybody loves an underdog. People hate really good teams. Hate them. If it's underdog versus really good team, they always want to see a really good team. People hate even more dynasties. People hate dynasties. I'm the exact opposite. I hate good teams just like everyone else. I don't like to see good teams do good, but I love dynasties. I love them because they're so, we never get to see them. They never happen. There's no, when we're talking about true dynasties, when they reach, when they go from good to dynasty, I start cheering for them. For example, and you know this firsthand, the 2019 Warriors versus the Raptors. Everyone cheering for the Raptors. We were over at a friend's house, right? I was the only person there. Or maybe you weren't there.
0: Were you not there? I don't think I was there. Yeah, that's
1: right. I think we've had this conversation before, but I was, was I over at a friend's house.
0: I think I was at camp. Okay, okay.
1: Well, I was yeah, over I was at, at a camp. friend's house, and we were watching the game, and I was the only one cheering for the Warriors, because they had lost all their good players, because KD and Clay had gotten hurt in that game, or Clay got—I mean, KD had got hurt in the game before, but still, I, I was cheering for those Warriors teams. And this is very similar. A team I'm thankful for: the 2018 Patriots. Why? Everyone telling Brady he's done. You can see 11 and five—one of their worst records as a team. I think it was literally their worst, except for 2002. After they had just won the Super Bowl. With Brady in the helm. It was their worst season practically. Other than maybe one or two others. And they were given zero chance. And I think even including the Packers. Besides the Super Bowl they won. My favorite game I've ever watched. And cheered for. Was the Patriots versus the Chiefs. Everyone's like this is the Chiefs year. They got Patrick Mahomes. He's a rookie. He's unbeatable. They have Tyree Kill. They have Travis Kelsey. They have a good defense now because they still uh, – they had Chris Jones. They had all these other players. And Brady, towards the end, he didn't have a great regular season, but he kept fighting. He kept fighting. He kept fighting, and they beat that Chiefs team. I remember everyone saying that the Chargers, the week before, I was like, the Chargers are going to destroy – Uh the Patriots, because the week before, the Chargers had just beat the Ravens, and the Chargers are going to beat them. Patriots Patriots manhandled them. And then the Chiefs, they beat in overtime. And then they go to the Rams. The Rams are going to destroy them. It's going to be the end of Brady. The team that got uh, Brady on the map, the Rams, is going to end his career. What, what, a, what a circle of life. And while Brady didn't have the greatest game of his career, because defenses were showing out, he still made that iconic throw to Rob Gronkowski, and I was happy with the end. It was a team that I think was one of the hardest fought championships I've seen in a very long time because they didn't. It didn't feel like skill was the reason why they won it. It felt because of grit, grind, and experience that was the reason why they could go through and win it all. I, I definitely enjoyed it. And that's the NFL team I am thankful for.
0: That's a good choice. I was afraid you were going to say like 2019 Eagles. And I was like, it would be like, no.
1: 2019 Eagles? What? Well, you were
0: like underdog. And I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, 2017 like, okay, Eagles? Sweet.
1: Like, did you know won the championship?
0: Oh, I thought it was. Oh, yeah, it's 2017. That's my bad. Yeah, because then 18, he won again. Or he finally won. But, yeah, uh, that's good. I think that was a good list. Um, enjoyed the story times.
1: Yeah, so. it, was, it was definitely good. I, I felt like for a Thanksgiving episode, I had to give some context to why I was thankful for teams. I'd just say, oh, I'm thankful for this team, and that's the end of it. But I definitely enjoyed thinking about this episode and trying to come up with the, the best picks for it.
0: Yep, me too, and uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and uh, enjoy your plates. And thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.